you're listening to Juicy Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Bacigalupo, and in this episode, I'll be talking with Garrett Tishy of Hookah Coworking in Charlotte, North Carolina. Garrett is a incredible force when it comes to the intersection of coworking and uh, brand and marketing and experience and creating a really good human connection between a coworking space and its members. He's got some tremendous, really handy, actionable uh, tips and just a great perspective that I think you would draw a lot of inspiration from in terms of the way that you can approach a lot of the things that you might be thinking about when you're designing your space, when you're designing different experiences that you create in your space, things that, little things that can go a long way to make your members more interested in joining and staying with your space compared to all of the other places that they might go to work. So some super handy stuff. He's got some great energy and I'm really glad that uh, he and I got a chance to chat and that now I get to share it with you. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation with Garrett Tishy of Huga in this juicy podcast, episode 33. Garrett, thank you so much for joining me. I'm glad that we get a chance to record a conversation between us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tony. All right. So first, actually, before we get anywhere else, tell me about the name of your co-working space and how you pronounce it and how you deal with other people pronouncing it. <laughs> sure. So we are Huga, uh, Huga co-working, uh, pronounced or spelled H-Y-G-G-E, pronounced Huga. Uh, it's a Danish word that translates roughly to a mental state of well-being, kind of a comfort felt within space. Uh, we, we went after that because the, the Danes are known for being the happiest people in the world. And we were hoping to just embody a little bit of that in our space. Uh, as far as people pronouncing it, nobody can. Uh, <laughs> and it's, and it's over the last four years, it's actually become a really unique and fun, uh, icebreaker. You know, people walk into the space and, and the moment that they hear someone say it, there's a real like, aha, oh, that's how you say it. I'm embarrassed, but I've been calling you Higgy or Hygi or uh, Hooge for the last, I don't know, forever. So yeah, it unintentionally became a, a cool part of our brand uh, that I love, that I wouldn't change and, and or for anything. So I want to I get into your branding side of it because I think you have so much uh, wisdom that you can share as far as uh, I, I, the way that you've branded the company, we have marketed the language and things like that. Uh, but before we get further into that direction, maybe just take a step back with me for a second. Tell me how you got into this co-working world and maybe a little bit about why you decided to dedicate uh, so much of your time and energy in this direction in particular. Why, why is this, what's the motivation behind why you got in this direction? Sure. So I uh, owned a marketing agency uh, prior to Huga uh, called Ready at Seven. Uh, we were a small team, two people that uh, started out of my house and very quickly realized that was not going to work. Uh, so we ended up uh, within a month of, of starting or, or at least branching out out of our corporate jobs, uh, ended up in a co-working space that was one of the first in Charlotte and, and pretty small, kind of a uh, I almost felt like a little bit of a secret society. There was an interview process and a background check, and uh, it, it was cool. Uh, 
I, I loved it. And, and we were there about a year and about a year into it uh, felt uh, amazing about the personal and professional benefits that I got from being surrounded by by people. And this was a small community. So so maybe 25 people max, um, you know, quiet most days, but still like really had some good energy when you needed it. Uh, and at some point started to think what happens if we gave this a full-time shot, you know, the people that were operating it, it was a side thing. They were not there all the time. Uh, and it, and it, they didn't care if it made money. It was, it was more of a, Hey, we had extra space. Let's do this. So I'm looking at going like, man, this is pretty great. What happens if you cared all the time and put all your time and energy and actually made and wanted it to be an actual functioning business? Uh, so, so we took a shot at it and literally opened Huga next door uh, to this co-working space. So tell me a little bit more about that uh, aesthetic and that philosophy, because I remember when I saw you at Juicy in New York, we, you had a lot of, I felt like a lot of wisdom to share as far as how spaces present themselves, I think in terms of the design, but also in terms of the marketing and the language. And obviously you come from this world and so you have some expertise that you bring to it, but I feel like you have a particular combination of expertise and passion around this that, that I think is just a, li- a little bit unique in this world. So can you tell me a little bit about how you, how you approach that and maybe how you see other spaces, um, you know, where there's an opportunity for them to make a shift? Yeah. So the, the least interesting thing that I do as a co-working space is space. Um, it is, uh, there's space everywhere. There's a million options. Now, if, if we are purely, and, and I say this to all independent operators, if the thing, if the amenity you're selling is space, like we are, we have missed the boat because ob- objectively we, we will lose that battle. That, that can't be the thing. It can't, um, because we will never be the most beautiful, uh, based on design standards. Um, it's just outside of our price realm. So while I say that, I think our spaces are beautiful and, and we've done a lot, but we've kind of gone in a different different direction. You know, when I look at, when I think about design, and let me let me take a step back to, to why, I, why I've developed Huga as the brand it is, why we have chosen Yellow, why we have weird membership names called Friends with Benefits, Going Steady, um, you know, why we say easy, period, is, is a part of our brand. Our tagline is our name is hard, but our space is easy. Um, all these things are a little suggestive and weird and make you think um, that is a brand. You know, I think we're as a, as a, as people, not just coworking is like, I, my logo is my brand. You're just like, ah, oh, your logo is not your brand. Um, that is a part of your identity. Uh, and I, I wish people would think broader about how everyone engages, how they see it. Every little thing that we put into the world is a part of our brand. And, and we have very, very, very strict standards. Um, on on all of it. I, the people that I hire are part of my brand. Um, if you are hiring throwaway people, that is damaging to your brand. Um, if you are, you know, I, I'm on this like personal professional uh, brand kick, there's no difference. You know, when I am out last night at a concert and I engage someone and they see that I am and know that I am a Huga person, like I am representing my brand no matter when I'm doing this. And I expect that from my employees. So so when I say brand, um, at least as I talk about it, it, is literally every moment that someone may engage with what we're doing. Um, 
So when I look at space and, and all these things, you know, we, uh, I wanted the way that people uh, research and look for, for where they want to be, because they are, they're going to Google, they're searching co-working in I don't know, Austin, Texas, and then they are, they're bringing up all the websites. So they are clicking on the top 10 results. They're going to go, let me see everyone. And they're going to start looking for something that makes them feel an emotion. Like how, and, and, and when you look at the WeWorks and the Industrious and the VentureX and a lot of people that try to mirror that, they all look the same. They're, they are very, very much the same in, in how they represent themselves. And then there's a Huga. <laughs> Uh, and we're, we have a weird name that nobody can pronounce. We have all these, this, this designed personality that actually is well represented in the people that I hire, but it's still all designed. And I think that is so important. And then when you walk into our spaces and you, they're well designed, they're bright. We use the color yellow a lot. We um, do these oversized lettering on wall. We, 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 we think about every last little interaction. The tour that we do is very specifically designed. Um, yes, each member, each, each member of my team can, can bring their own personality, but it is um, designed to get people to have an emotion as they walk around the space. We know exactly when we wanna stop talking so we can give them an opportunity to tell us all about themselves. Um, all of this is, uh, is really much a part of how we uh, want people to engage and think about our brand. Um, so with that, uh, we're also people forward. You know, again, I'll go back. Space is the least interesting thing we do. Uh, the most interesting thing we have is people. You know, every, naturally, we're a business. So it's very easy to attach. If Tony joins my space, Tony is worth $150 because he's a flex member. And I think that is an okay way to look at Tony. I think the more important thing to look at is, who is Tony as a person? What does he bring to this space? Um, what is he looking for? Um, and who, how do we get Tony to be our biggest advocate? Um, and, and those things are actually pretty easy. And I think a lot of our growth and, and our, the respect we've developed in Charlotte comes from building incredible advocacy for what we're doing. Uh, because we care, we genuinely care about every single person that becomes a member, uh, and yeah, so, I think that's, Garrett, in ahead. terms of that specifically, uh, and, and I'm loving everything you're saying, and that's part of why I'm, I'm letting you go because everything you're saying is exactly what I wanted you to to, to be covering. So, uh, for, first of all, what I, what I heard in that was. Um, you know, really owning the message of what it is that you're trying to do in a way that everything that everybody sees kind of reinforces it. Um, yeah. And, 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 and that speaks also to the experience that you create once a person walks in the door. So if someone sees the pictures on the website or on social media, they're going to get a feeling just based on the attitude that you're infusing into the typeface, the color, the size of the wording, right? The, the, the layout and the design, all of that reinforces this, this general drumbeat of this message of we're fun, we're whimsical and we're professional and we know what we're doing and you want to come hang out with us, right? And that's going to make your space stand out from other office, like more office rental design 
uh, or oriented or people with bigger budgets. Um, but now you're taking that design philosophy to another level in terms of the actual way that you interact with the person once they walk in the door. Is that, is that generally right? Yeah. And, and we've gone, and this is more of a recent shift. And, and I, there were moments where I used to take that for granted, the little bit of like, well, they're in, they paid us, they've stayed a couple months. Um, we've over the last six months kind of shifted even more to those kind of that first six month experience being incredibly important to the brand as well and how we engage with people, um, which is, I, I think that's the first stop, but we've also, uh, man, I'll have to share this with you. Maybe you can throw it in show notes or something. We, we started, um, we brought back our like member welcome kit, which is this, uh, I think it's like one of the coolest things we do, but it's again, an experience that introduces you to our brand. Um, and we get unbelievable amounts of compliments on it and it just bringing a smile to people's face because it's not the typical here's a t-shirt welcome here's your swag um it's it's very experiential in how we um say thanks for being here uh, just on so this day can you tell me can you tell me because uh, i'm very interested in this i think the people listening would be very interested as well and i'd be happy to uh share a link in the show notes um, what happens when I sign up? What, what, what's different about my experience joining with you uh, in terms of that that welcome package? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're we've we've gone, especially with Megan. So Megan is kind of overseeing member experience, and I think that is absolutely an an essential position. I think we're always so quick to about the community managers. Um, I think member experience is the key to retention and i think it is uh, it has to, that starts the moment the moment that someone says i am interested in being a part of your space and this is like man this this could be a long conversation like we bought we bring this all the way back down to how are people like if you go through go to the huga website and go to i want to tour huga and go through that questionnaire like there's a little bit of personality in there we ask questions like, hey, you're touring at you like great, you're touring at nine o'clock on Tuesday. Do you want to hang out a little bit after? We'd love to have you hang with us. And the vast majority of people say yes. So they come prepared with their laptops and we get an even greater opportunity. But these are like, those are little questions that nobody asks. Like the amount of generic garbage contact forms on websites, not even just coworking, just across the board, is bad. Name, email, what can I help you with? Questions, comments boring give people a an experience um you know our, our voicemail message <laughs> if people call for membership is very weird and unique and again it could just be like hey thanks for calling hugo leave us a message and we'll get back to you as soon as possible that's that's awful and it's again just like most other spaces so we're trying to separate ourselves but what, the moment that that form would you, that have, would you throw in, in your voice what would you throw in like your voicemail message like what what would be an example of a thing you'd like oh it's like we just have like we have Brittany. um like it's the simple thing like hey thanks for calling hugo co-working we're gonna do our best to make this as easy as possible for you for membership or office space press one and and if you press these things and they go to yeah like those that's just a little bit of thing. So if you press membership and office space and it, it goes to Brittany, but Brittany doesn't answer. Um, yeah. She has a funny message. That's just like, 
all right, we kind of dropped the ball in making this as easy as possible. <laughs> like, listen, but you I pressed promise, one. We, we, you yeah. were hoping to get me, and then you didn't, and that's on us. <laughs> and we get a lot of people that go like, oh, your message is adorable. This is Rhonda. Can you give me a call back? And um, like those little things. But we also are heavy voice communication. So we'll um, Megan follows up with every single tour request by phone like first and foremost, like pick up the phone and we want to be the place where people go like, Whoa, that was quick. And you're just like, yeah, we're, we're here for you. Um, I love that, you know, in a world where people are unresponsive and, and it's okay to go, you know, the sorry for the delay is, is so unacceptable. Like you saw this email, we saw this thing coming in. Our business is to bring people in. Let's call them. Let's Megan, Megan's job through sales and into member experience, which is all in one, is that that it starts that moment, that first conversation, because they're calling every co-working space. And I'm telling you, if if another space had another Megan and she gets to this person first and they develop the slightest relationship, your hurdle is even higher to getting them to sign up. I promise they're looking for a connection. And we we strive to be the first connection. We lose people based on like proximity and location, but it's never because it's it's not for a like like I've had people be like, damn, like I am I'm gonna go to Advent because I'm right around the corner from them, but I'm kind of doing it begrudgingly and I'll be in touch. And and I believe people. Like we it's it's really hard to break from a personal human connection. So, so it starts there. And, um, you know, we use a CRM, we use close, uh, close.com. Uh, so everything is tracked. And I, I think it is the most valuable thing we spend money on is that CRM. The moment that they sign up, they receive uh, an email from Megan that's somewhat templated with an opportunity for her to personalize the top. Um, they pick a start date on that start date. Uh, we, uh, no, depending on location, we would have staff member on staff, like they're waiting for them to make sure they get settled. Uh, we have a member welcome box. That's just this kind of cool experience that, um, and we, we call our membership agreement, our pinky promise. And there's actually a hole where they have to stick their pinky in, uh, which is really fun and weird. And basically it's like three layers. There's after the first layer there, it talks about working easy and there's like a little, um, field notes book that's custom printed uh, with kind of our branding. Uh, then when you flip down, it's play easy and it talks, there's like a free the day pass card that they can give to a friend. So while they may not have made new friends at Huga just yet, uh, we encourage them to bring someone in with them. So there's like this little free one, we call our day passes one day stands, uh, which is weird. Uh, but we, we encourage them to give that to a friend to bring in and, and hang with them on a day if they're feeling like they're still not gotten there. Uh, feet wet just yet and then under that is uh, a t-shirt and we ask for their size uh, in a membership uh, questionnaire that they sign they fill up before so we there's a t-shirt in the bottom uh, that's that's of their size and like a little pack of stickers and things like that um, but this little thing is it's Amazing. all These custom little things I mean I, like it, I know it's a non-trivial investment and 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 time and energy even to like produce and, and give t-shirts and things like that. But if you're committed yeah. to it, over time, I mean, I imagine giving every member a shirt and having the right sized shirt waiting for them when they show up 
that has to that has to net out to being worth way more to you in the long run because somebody you know the the trick that i found with this and you mentioned this uh, earlier is that if somebody builds an emotional connection to your community that's going to elevate them from that category of member that stays for one to three months and then moves on and into that yeah. category of members who are going to stay for at least six months, if not several years. Right. And you, all yeah. you need so, for a few of those people to become, you know, lifers. Absolutely. And so we look at this. So let's just say a flex member comes in at 149 a month. That's our base. That's unlimited. That's working in, in the open space. It costs us $14 to produce that box. 14 bucks, which is an expensive box. Like, and, and for a long time I had to get over some people not caring. Like there's people we give that box to and they're just like, thanks for the t-shirt. You're like, but, but what about the whole experience? And they're like, uh, the t-shirt's cool. You're just like, oh man, I got to get over this. That was $14 gone. Um, cause we have like really nice, like hem tags on it. Like I'm obsessed with the details, especially apparel. Um, our shirts are really nice. They are not swag. Um, they are something you would wear all the time. And, um, but then, and then you figure like the time and effort. So Megan in that first month schedules lunch or coffee with that member always. So, and presets like based on the personality of this person, what we know of them, we see that table, that lunch table or that coffee meeting with other members that are, I don't want to call them ambassadors because they haven't committed to anything, but people that we know, like Brandon's going to show up if we're like, Hey man, can you come have coffee with Tony? Cause I think you guys would, the conversation would be good. And I just want this person to meet someone new. And so we do that and that's on us. So all of a sudden in the first month, when you look at $149, the time effort of my team, we bought them coffee. We, we throw that first month away. Like we absolutely have to have this person make it to month two, month three, month four, month five to really start to see the return on this. But I think if we in that first month or two can do all of these things right, they, they will not leave because they are not connected to this community. We don't lose members because they don't love Hugo. We lose members because their job changes. They move. They have life-changing circumstances. But the vast majority of our members are pretty engaged and we're, we're hundreds now, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds between offices and flex members. Um, love it. Garrett, tell me a little bit about where I can, uh, the folks listening can find you, find your, your space. And we didn't even get to talk about your platform, but maybe just give a really super quick plug on that. Okay. So I'm, I'm Garrett Tishy, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-T-I-C-H-Y across the board on every social platform. Uh, Huga pronounced Huga, spelled <laughs> H-Y-G-E-E. Uh, is uh, wearehuga.com and then Huga CLT is, is our social across the board. Um, I'm everywhere. I encourage you to uh, reach out. Like I love talking about this stuff. I'm not, uh, I'm overly transparent. I'm happy to share financials with people, the cost and everything associated. I, I have all this information and I don't know what to do with it except help our own company grow but I have no fear in, in helping another independent space um, use that information and make really smart, informed decisions. Uh, I have seen, so, so we also have the platform Simple, SMPL, which is space management software. Um, and and yeah, check it out, it's cool. Uh, we use it to run our spaces, but use in doing that, I've met so many spaces that are 
um, that have come and gone in the time that I've owned software uh, for spaces. We've seen them open and close their doors. And, and that makes me unbelievably sad. So if I can play a small role in helping a, a new younger space push themselves over uh, a hurdle they have yet to really figure out, um, I'm in. You know, the, the funny thing, and I said this, I, I believe this truly, uh, we're building community, but the one thing we're all missing from our space is another co-working operator. So we will always be the loneliest uh, sector, <laughs> the industry in our own co-working space because you're never gonna get another one of you. So um, that is why I, I have committed to, to being as public as I can about co-working. And I know Tony, you, you kind of, you're, you're, you're an inspiration for this uh, with so much that you do uh, for this industry. Um, it, it's essential. So yeah, I encourage, reach out. I'm, I'm available and I hope to see uh, whenever the next Juicy USA gets announced, uh, I will be there with the team. So I'm hoping to, uh, to meet some more people in real life. It's always the best. Love it, Garrett. Thank you so much. I'm really glad we got to chat and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the next Juicy USA. Yeah, I'll see you there. All right. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you. So there you have it, my conversation with Garrett Tishy of Hugo Coworking in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, just a font of wisdom. I hope that you were able to take something from that that could be really useful to you and your community. I know he had a lot of great ideas to share. As far as upcoming Juicy conferences, we've got Juicy UK taking place in London, September 23rd and 24th. We've got Juicy Canada in Toronto, October 29th to November 1st, and then Juicy China in Beijing. That's in actually a little bit sooner, October 12th to 13th. Uh, Juicy is doing a winter retreat in Sweden sometime in December. And there's so much more coming from the Juicy world. Find out about all of those things at juicy.co, gcuc.co. If you're thinking about going to London or to Toronto, I recommend you check out those prices book your flight, just get the numbers, figure it out, decide if you're gonna do it or not, do it sooner than later. Don't do what I have done way too many times, which is way too long, and then you end up having to pay more. Just get it done, and then come hang with me. Uh, I'll be in Toronto, and I'll be very excited to see you if you join. And in the meantime, keep doing all the good that you're doing for your city. You are helping people in ways you don't even know. So do that, keep doing it. Do it with a smile on your face. Do it with a little whimsy like Garrett does in his space maybe. And in the meantime, keep being awesome.